0: everyone and welcome back to another episode of plan b success we have steve brown with us from texas and he tells me it's pretty cold out there today he's the author of the funniest book on marketing the golden toilet stop flushing your marketing budget into your website and build a system that grows your business that's what the book is called it's a long title i know you'll hear about that one in a minute from him he also runs an online podcast. He calls it the ROI online, return on investment. We we'll can learn about that as well. So, Steve, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you for having me, Rajiv. I'm excited to be here and um, looking forward to our conversation.
0: Awesome. So, before we begin, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself?
1: Yeah, you know, I was always in a sales position, and but I kept having this nagging feeling that I'm I should find something that I was in charge of and start a business and grow my business. But I, there, I think I needed to go through this experience or part of my journey was to learn what I was really good at and what I wasn't good at. And also to you pay my dues to learn some lessons, to, but more importantly, to learn how to connect with people. I eventually started ROI online because I found myself in a sales position, but I would have to go and upgrade the website for the company that I was working for. I would take initiative and do this. And I realized that the leads that I was getting from that effort, from the people that went to the website, filled out a form, they would close at like a one to three ratio, as opposed to a one out of every 10 ratio of cold calls. And I also realized that it's like you know, the business owners, they weren't comfortable with this website thing. They were good at r- starting a business, running a business, but this marketing thing was not, you know, its not like their f- first love. And it, and it was, if they did have a website, it was more obligatory brochure.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Fast forward, I started working for an agency that helped these same types of business owners redo their website. So I was on the other side of the coin and I saw this common theme of people coming in and basically, even though they would say, I think I need to redo my website, I think I need to show up on a search and uh, some social media posts. But what they're really saying is, look, I have this business. My customers are expecting me to have an online platform. I see others doing it. I, I don't know where to start necessarily, but I need help. And when I saw that common theme happen over and over, I realized that's what I'm supposed to do because I've been in both both sides and I understand how useful this website can be in a sales process. And so that's why I started ROI Online.
0: Awesome. And why the name ROI Online?
1: You know, I I think that the name of what you're doing, first of all, is a Smart branding move to communicate that I understand you, that you have an expectation that the investment that you're going to make with me should pay off should you should be able to have something to show for it, as opposed to Steve Brown and associates or Steve Brown design firm or that plus later on if you were going to sell it. It's easier to sell and it's more valuable to someone to buy a, a brand that has a reputation apart from you as the person.
0: And how long has uh, your organization been in existence?
1: So we're in our ninth year now. Awesome. So it's, we've been, we've been, we've learned a lot and we've been along when all these changes have been happening. Right. And so, so it's been something that I'm proud of.
0: You know, when you look at uh, what you just mentioned, technology, for instance, right? So you're focused on how do I, you know, get a return on my investment on the website? You're absolutely right. You know, a lot of people talk about personal branding. A lot of people think that if they have a website on there that talks about them, which is a placeholder, people go look at it. And then there's no call to action. It's just a website, a static website. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, people, you know i firmly believe people kind of fall into two different buckets one is the creative side of it and one is the more the technical side of it the executive and the technical chops right so mm-hmm. the creative side of it is basically what you're going after doing for in your case for instance what i see is marketing and you know what that's your passion and that's what you're doing and you're one of the rare breeds where the technical and the creative sides come together yeah. but then it can be pretty overwhelming when you don't have the technical chops. And, you know, when we talk about website, we're talking about websites, we're talking about SEO on-site, off-site. We're talking about funnels. We're talking about integrations. It can get overwhelming pretty quickly. And then before, you know, people give up and they're like, you know, I really don't understand this. Do you see that with your clients?
1: Yeah, because, you know, let's say I've had a a conversation with over a thousand business owners and there's a common theme that they approach this problem with. And at, let's back up and let's understand why they're approaching me at this point or others that are in my position. It's like, I got a business going. I, you know, First of all, I want to state, I believe the invisible heroes of our time, of our economy are the entrepreneurs, the business owners that are risked everything to start this business. And as a result, they provide products and services that improve our lives. And did you know that 98% of the businesses in the U.S. economy have 20 or less employees? Hmm. And in aggregate, they employ almost half of the American workforce. Right. So think about it. These guys not only risk their future and their family's future, but they're actually creating jobs that are significant and make a big impact. And yet they get a business going, they get employees, they get customers. And then finally there's this point where they look up and they go, oh crap, now I got to get my act together online. And I don't know exactly where to start. And that's why they approach people like our agency. But here's the thing, they're saying basically they have an expectation that this should help their business, but they're going, I need a website. So my problem has always been, how do I reframe? This is what the external need is. I need a website. But the internal need or the bigger problem that we need to resolve is that we need to look at it not as a website, but as a a piece of a bigger system. Just like you have an HR system, you have an invoicing system, you have a production system this is an uh, actual asset that's going to fit into your system, just like a a machine that manufactures parts. Okay. So we need to reframe it. And that's where the the title came from my book. One day I was talking with someone and it was like this, look, you've heard that comment that you got to tell someone seven times something before they hear it.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. Well, the other way to kind of shortcut that is to, absurdly reframe the thing that they're stuck on. So they're stuck on, I need a website. And let's hurry and get this done so I can check it off my task list and get on to the real business. But when I told him, I said, look, your website's just a toilet. Then, th- th- did he just say toilet? <laughs> I just shut down all their thinking on the last argument they had, the text they had, whatever happened before that meeting, I just turned it off. Did he just say toilet? Yeah. You wouldn't work in an office if it didn't have a toilet. You wouldn't build a house or buy a house or lease a house if it didn't have a toilet. But when people come over, where do they hang out? In the kitchen, around the pool, fireplace or whatever. And it's the same thing here. It's an important piece of a system that's going to help you grow the value of your business. So let's look at it. How can it support the other systems in your business. And that reframes the expectation of this investment. Then it means, okay, they may come in and they've been programmed. Everybody calls them every day. Hey, I can SEO this. I can get you at the top of a search. I don't know anything about your business, but I can get you at the top of a search, assuming that's the best thing for them. And it may or may not be, but they come in with the saying the words that they know to say, well, tell me about your SEO. I, I guess that's important because everybody calls me about SEO. Well, it's the wrong thing to focus on immediately. It's like, how? let's back up and understand what you're doing with your business and how we can support your sales process. Or how can we help your recruit employees? What, what are some of the other things we need to have an expectation from this investment and in this asset?
0: You, you know, one thing that I see with websites, right? A lot of people are caught up on How good does it look? You know, the immediate impact it has. Mm -hmm. Um, There's there's a certain percentage of people out there that are more worried about that. And then there's the other percentage who probably heard the term SEO being thrown around and figured out that, hey, it must be important. And then Mm -hmm. they're trying to come and ask you questions about it. How important do you think is the look and feel of the toilet, as you say?
1: (laughs) Yeah, so... Yeah, a toilet's helpful when you you need one, right? The look and feel is important, but here's the thing that it needs to do. It needs to immediately communicate. I understand you and you're safe. Okay, so the reason you're on your website is because we're tribal in nature. Our brains were designed a long, long time ago. Okay, we're still at brain 1.0. But we're having to operate in a world that in basically in two, two areas, we need to be, my brain needs to serve me in the physical world, in personal interactions, and in a digital world. But so the same things are in place. Safety first. Do I spend time here? Do I feel, do I trust this person? It needs to really quickly convey, I understand what you're looking for, you found what you wanted, and you're safe here. And so more important than the look and feel, which needs to be clean, precise, pristine, but it needs to be able to immediately communicate. You found what you were expecting. And that's way harder than SEO. That's way harder than pretty design. That takes a lot more strategy.
0: Mm -hmm. So in terms of... uh... You know, let's say somebody is in the process of starting a business, right? So you, you 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 get a multitude of clients, somebody who's just getting started versus somebody who's been there, done that, it did not work out, they're coming to look for help. Or, and, and others who are just overwhelmed mm-hmm. with all of this and, and then they need help. Is building the trust factor in all these three kinds of customers, do you think it's the same thing or do you approach it differently?
1: Yeah, you think about, Rajiv, the The number one struggle that we have as business owners, as parents, as spouses, as teachers, as prison wardens, is how to take what's in our head and package it in a way that makes sense to who we're trying to communicate to. And so the information that we need to design on any touch point, be it physical or virtual, needs to be set up in a format that the brain craves and desires and that's in a story format our brains create just crave information that's in a form of a story so when we land on a website whether we know it or not i call it the bodyguard you know We've all seen the movies where the VIP rolls up in the limo and the bodyguards get out and they look around and they look for any threats. And when they're comfortable, they give the signal and the VIP comes out, does the deal. But if any danger pops up, they grab them and whisk them away. Well, that's going on with your brain. You have an actual bodyguard and it's called your brainstem. It's a part of your brain, the old brain that doesn't process language or text okay it doesn't read and it doesn't speak language it speaks in emotions and so it signs off on all decisions and then the logical part of the brain justifies that decision whether we know it or not so your information your challenge as a communicator as a business owner is to appeal to the bodyguard and the bodyguard go you're safe here rajiv you can spend a little more time investigating And expose yourself to this, because there's not dangers here, right. And so the, the messaging needs to really honor and see a human, not a consumer, to see a person with a dreams, not a mannequin with a credit card.
0: Mm -hmm. So when it comes to websites versus funnels and now nowadays you have so many auto- automated funnel software mm-hmm. systems that are out there that's another confusing realm for a lot of people and in some cases you know you're you probably packaging a product a course you know one of those things but it still gives you a web page to talk about yourself mm-hmm. in your you know in your terms what's the difference between a website versus a funnel mm-hmm. and could you still live with just funnels and no
1: website Well, I don't think there's a one size fits all for sure, but you know, in my book, I kind of talk about the way I would answer that you need to have four fundamentals in place. Okay. And those fundamentals are clear messaging that is baked into the technology of our day. It's always going to change. It's always going to be updated. You know, you're going to get a new version but it needs to be baked in the technology of the day. And right now I would answer marketing automation, some sales automation, and then you need a strategy, what I call strategic campaigns. And so everyone's familiar, they need a website, some social media posts, maybe some blogs or videos. And that's what I call the, that's the iceberg above the waterline. That's what everybody does first, but below, The waterline is where your marketing automation, your funnels, okay, all that is, uh, and I talk about it in my book, but a landing page is an extension of a website, and it's just very specific information about a particular service or product that you provide with a form next to it. And so people would go to that landing page, they click on a social media post, they watch a video. And at the end of it, the call to action that you want to do, let's say you did a video about your uh, plumbing services or whatever, and at the end of this video, be sure to click here because you're gonna go to the, like, the top three questions you need to ask before you let a plumber in your house. Okay, all right, so you click on it, you go to that landing page, you didn't go to the home page and have to dig around to find it you go directly past go to that landing page and then there's a little form to get that thing you're going to identify who you are and that drops you in your funnel system or your marketing follow-up nurturing system because people aren't ready to buy immediately they may need a couple of more emails a couple of more things to educate themselves until they're ready and then when they're ready, they raise their hand or they make a call. And that's when it goes into the sales side of things. So that sales automation, that's when you take all that messaging that you saw on a post, on the landing page, and the marketing follow-up, and in the sales is going to be congruent. Because why? You got your messaging clear. You're speaking the same thing all the way through. In the meantime, that bodyguard is going, you're safe. Hey, he's saying what I expected. You're safe. Hey, look at these emails. They feel just like what I saw earlier. This is familiar. You're safe. And when the sales, remember that time you you decided to buy something? You got a car. You drove over there. You went inside. You're going to purchase today. And you go in and that salesperson was a jerk. You remember how upset you got? To the point where you actually, I'm going to leave a review. That was such a, it's because the experience And the messaging was disconnected from what you anticipated from your experience, from a distance of safety. And then you went and exposed yourself. And this guy was totally oblivious to all that you just bought into. That's why it was so offensive to you. That's why that clear messaging has to be baked into the technology, because we need to be able to operate in Excel, whether it's in the physical world or the virtual world. And that's why we need technology, but we can use it to our advantage and deliver a beautiful, friendly, comfortable, safe customer experience.
0: Now, when when did you write this book and where can people find it?
1: Yeah, so it's been out a year now. Okay, so it published uh, January 14th last year. It's a bestseller. It's got a lot of great reviews. It's called The Golden Toilet. And that's to stop the brain and to make you smile. It's hard to say that title without smiling. And it's absurd, but it, it makes sense. Stop flushing your marketing budget into a website and build a system that grows your business. Well, people want to grow their business. So it's got the, the fundamentals. It's got the graphics. It gives you the terminology because what I wanted to do was empower my heroes with if they just knew this information, I just saved them time. I save them money and I save them frustration with picking the wrong people to help them implement it. It's, you know, we go in and we want to do the best we can, but if we don't have the words to say to get what we want in an, in a domain that we're not familiar with, we're at a disadvantage. We're vulnerable. And so I wanted this book to, take away your vulnerability when getting your act together with your marketing stuff, because you do have to talk to marketers. You do have to talk to web designers, SEO people. How nice would it be to kind of have a little, get your fundamentals squared away. And then you're way ahead of your competitors. You're way ahead in a lot of ways.
0: Now, in terms of the services that you provide under, your ROI online brand, what are the services that you do provide?
1: So we've got this cool thing we're rolling out. It's called the pit stop. And so imagine the folks that are listening to your podcast, you know, they're in various stages. They're considering starting a business. They're mm-hmm. at the beginning part of the business. They're along the way maybe. And so the pit stop is a great way to come in and have a, a little um, uh, regular class and start to get your brand figured out, start to think about your messaging, start to think about, do you need a website or do you need more, just some funnels? What do you you really need? Do you need to do a podcast? I hear people doing podcasts now, right? So what do I need to do? Well, this is a great way to have regular conversations with a team that'll help you think it through and get your fundamentals in place. We have something called a quick start that after you kind of go through that and you feel a little more comfortable, then you sign up for the quick start. And that's where we'll walk you through and get all the fundamentals together if you need help doing that. And then after that, after you graduate and we feel we got a good fit, then oftentimes those same clients will go ahead and continue on with this in a more of a long term engagement.
0: Mm-hmm. So do you actually uh, you know, do the whole thing for your clients in terms of the automation, the machine that needs to be created and run?
1: Yes. So there's two platforms that we, we've we chosen to just be experts in instead of like, you know, novices and mini. So one of them is for a for little more high powered clients, we put them in HubSpot. It is a... Um, beautiful tool that will scale with an organization that needs to get really dialed in on their marketing automation, to have forms, to have lead generating offers, to have follow-up, um, email nurturing systems to have a really good CRM with all the templates and the sequences set up in it that complement their website and their strategic campaign. They're running campaigns. So they'll be posting these, um, videos or live streams, whatever the content is that we're helping them produce, they'll be promoting that on their social media. People will see it, come into that landing page like we talked before, identify themselves and fall into a nice follow-up system, right? But some of the clients don't need something that robust. So we may put them into um, active campaign. Mm -hmm. And that's for like your entry-level folks, maybe a team of just three or four five people that might be a perfect fit for them. And even before that, we're going to be announcing a little option for folks that, no, you know, I don't have a team of five, but I, I do have a book and I have a podcast and I do these other services. They still need a platform and we're help. We're helping those folks get that together.
0: That was awesome. Now, in terms of your uh, your podcast, you have a podcast under the same banner, right? So let's talk about that.
1: Yeah, the ROI online podcast. So Rajiv, here you and I were two geeks talking about something we're really interested in, but our kids wouldn't be interested. If you and I were sitting around a pool, what would be? We'd be interrupted by our kids, our spouses, the waiter, yeah, our phones. You know, we'd be. We wouldn't be as focused. So the ROI online podcast is really interesting conversations with on all sorts of topics that fit into this area that the entrepreneurs that, you know, that are my heroes would benefit from You remember that time that you, one day you were listening to a, or you had a conversation with someone that was a geek like you, and you realized you experienced that too. You mean, I'm not crazy? No, you're not crazy. I thought I was crazy. I thought I was the only one that felt like that. That's the conversations we're having on the ROI online podcast is where you're going to learn you're not crazy.
0: Awesome. And where do people find you? What's the best way to reach you?
1: So roionline.com that's our our domain the roionlinepodcast.com you can get my book at amazon it's on kindle it's on audible i read it so there's an audible version as well Um, and then linkedin steve brown roi online you message me here's the thing who whoever's listening to here let me know you heard me on this podcast ping me on linkedin I'll spend 30 minutes with you and coach you on whatever you want to be coached on or I answer whatever question you want to answer. It's on me. And um, yeah, that's. I think that's um, a great, uh, great way to, to provide value for your audience.
0: Awesome. And then when it comes to the kind of clientele that you serve, can you give us a flavor of the kind of uh, people that reach out to you?
1: Yeah. So I have one client. She's starting a new brand. She's a nurse. So you'll be seeing a brand launch called Amazing Nurse. But she's, she's providing information in a community for nurses who work their butts off but how nice would it be to have a little community of other nurses where you learn about tips on being a better nurse, problems that you're facing, what equipment you should use, all sorts of things around the nursing field. So, you know, she's a solopreneur starting up a brand. We have we have folks that are authors and they have podcasts, and so they they need a place for their folks that enjoy what they write or what they you know, producer, manufacturer, where to go and connect, sign up for the courses. So uh, authors like Will Leach, Marketing the Mind States. He's got a beautiful book. That's one of my favorite. He's our client. So he's got a platform. He works with brands like Frito-Lay or Johnson & Johnson. And then um, we have companies. So companies that are... um, they provide services like one of our clients, they do um, water pumps, municipal water pumps. Okay. And for communities. So cities hire them to come in and repair their pumping stations or, and so what do they need? They need to be able to communicate to their clients, what they do, all these products and services that they do and support their sales team.
0: Awesome. Well, Steve, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a pleasure learning about your business, especially your book. And I'm going to check it out. And I'm sure a lot of the readers will as well. Before I let you go, anything that you'd like to share with the listeners in terms of anything that uh, from your own experiences that would be useful for them?
1: Yeah. So, you know, all when I started this business, I was just like you guys, you know, it was like, Man, I hope this works. You know, I am I was worried making it from week to week, month to month. I just need to pay my employee, my first employee, right? Where am I going to get the money to pay them? But then later it turned in year to year. But here's the thing. There is no silver bullet. We default and think there's just this one thing we need to figure out. And then it's all resolved, but it's not true. It's not true. You need you need to approach everything why what's the system i need to put in place to manage through these challenges so just like in my book i'm talking about a system for it's a basically an entrepreneurial business sales and marketing system right but you have to think of systems instead of silver bullets so there's not one thing you put in a little system systems empower you systems aren't engines systems communicate to your employees what to do when you're not around
0: awesome well steve thank you so much for joining us today and thanks for sharing
1: i loved it thanks for having me rajin absolute pleasure